0: The demise of uh, the podcast has been purely wrongfully uh, given to people because we're still here and we're, we're having another go.
1: We are still here, Mark, and it's been really tricky. It's great to see you again. Look, it's great to see
0: you again, Tim, because it's nice to be able to be in the same room.
1: And a big fancy room at that, Mark. Have a look at this place.
0: I know. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, Plenty of plenty of size. You could give an illustration of what the room is. Well, what
1: happened during lockdown, there was some renovations done to part of the office and we're sitting in this fantastic big new boardroom. It's quite... You'd play cricket in here if we got the table out.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. And there's plenty of room for us to be in the same room, maybe 1.5 metres yes. apart and socially distanced.
1: Giant TV at the end, which will be good for putting the cricket on in summer maybe. And there's it's a locked. beer fridge behind us, so that yeah. might work out okay.
0: Yeah, the beer fridge is locked
1: Right, Tim. Ah, no good. No good. But uh, it has been a while, Mark. But it is good to see you back. How you been?
0: Yeah, mate. I've been good. I'm, look, it's really great to get in the office again. I don't think I can understate that. Um, work from home, you know. Yes, you have to do it, and and we did do it for a while. But there is definitely a much nicer feel by being able to get into the office and have everything around you with no distractions. How, what did
1: you yeah. think about that, Well, Tim? I agree 100%. It's challenging at home. And you know what I missed the most was here I have, like, a computer, a desk and two big <laughs> screens that I can do stuff on. Working from home on the laptop, no, not, not as much fun. And two little children running around. They are actually pretty good, actually, the kids, but it still doesn't speed things up.
0: <laughs> no, and I, I, I was in multiple phone calls and I find a little dog barking behind me at the window because people happen yes. to be walking past because my office is at the front. Yes. And there was lo- lots of mirth and laughter as I'm trying to keep the dog quiet while I can have this important yes. conversation.
1: Also plenty of cursing of the internet dropping out at my house, Mark, which was fun. Which yeah, was fine.
0: And, and I can't I can't uh, agree more with just... To, you don't realise how much that we are lucky to have a great office where we do mm. work and multiple monitors, as you say, rather than just this One laptop, and you're trying to see when you're going in and out of screens, and you just uh, everything took longer.
1: It did, but but yeah, we're back here. I won't say it's practice as normal, it's certainly not, but we're working through what we need to.
0: There's there's clearly some uh, roadblocks in the way Mm -hmm. that we have to do things, and and we all understand that, I think. Yeah, but I think uh, everybody out there is probably the same, wanting to get back as close to normal life as we can, and you know, it's no use. no use thinking that it's been normal because it really hasn't been for the last eight no, months.
1: But no point to on it. We'd move on. we do what we no, can with what we can.
0: I'll tell you one thing, though, Tim. The thing that's really been surprising in a little way is, geez, that market. It's just so strong.
1: Mark the, mark the market. Almost uh, 10 years, I think, next week I've been in the industry. I've been saying this for probably two years now, but I just cannot believe what it's doing at this point in time. It's just unbelievably strong strong isn't it we're having to adjust. We sit around as real estate agents in the industry every day. We sit around and talk to each other about what it's doing and we're just blown away some of the results that are happening. Oh look it's crazy. I did
0: some research just the other day for a, um, a developer who's looking at putting up some units in Sebastopol mm. and the numbers were unbelievable. you know yep. on average to, to illustrate you know in Sebastopol the unit market, it's ran pretty constantly at three point nine percent for the last ten years. So, right, so yep. yeah. So if you look at three point nine percent, you factor that in, you're pretty close. So, but looking at it in the last three years, it's like forty seven percent. Yeah, which a- is crazy across, across the, the three level. years. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you look at in the last year alone, it's up around twenty two percent.
1: That's little old Sebastian. People wouldn't think that. And the
0: reason why I think that's a good thing to illustrate is that. For the people out there who don't know, you know the unit market is not necessarily the most exciting market, no. and Sebastopol wasn't always the most exciting marketplace. Yeah, but it's just all changed.
1: Well, I was speaking with an agent from another office earlier today, and he was saying he was mentioned two bedroom units that there's just so much demand for them, and you know there used to just be so much supply.
0: Well, there was always an oversupply, wasn't there? And, yeah, and that's not the case now. And, yep. and, it, and
1: it flows into the rental market as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think we get asked all the time, you know, what's driving the market and, you know, economists might say one thing, but, you know, from our local knowledge, I can put it down to so many people from Melbourne wanting to get out and move to, you know, big regional cities, which, you know, all builds up into supply and demand, Economics 101, there is just... So much demand, and there's just not much stock on the market, not much volume going through compared to normal.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't see it stopping anytime soon either with just the information we've got. I mean, you've had a few just recently, haven't
1: you? Yeah, well, I just uh, jotted down... Well. A few, but I'll just run you through maybe two marks. So one was uh, we had a little three bedroom, one bathroom. Well, it wasn't that little, I suppose, but three bedroom, one bathroom, mud brick home in Scarsdale. So bush block, Road, really nice home. We put on the market at five sixty to five ninety, which is sort of where we thought it might might sell around that range. Blown away with interest, and it was when Mark we had to have we could only have one person there at a time, one on one, which was fine. So So, it took a long time, Tim. Well. You know, I think the first I had 20 people at 20 minutes each. That's 400 minutes. That's, you know, seven hours, basically. So that's a long time. That's a that's a one property. I know it was spoken about this before. You normally get
0: seven properties in
1: that time. Yeah, well, normally you could get 20 people through in an open home in half an hour. So <laughs> just judge it. It's not easy anyway, to work. We we're, were just happy to be able to show cool. someone through. So that was good. But it was on the market at 5 dollars to 5 90 away with interest. Uh, gone under contract, pending finance at 6 68 So just... You know, almost like 100,000 more than than what comparable suggested. Another place in Napoleon's, beautiful two-bedroom. So it was two-bedroom, not a massive home. 20 acres, nice land. It went on the market at 699 to 729 and it's under contract at 782 So... Yeah, look,
0: it's crazy. I've just got one that's actually settling today, and normally this is a classic case of where you would normally be unlucky, so where it actually has fallen over a couple of times. So, the yep. time, so in, in essence, we ended up selling it three times. Mm. Um, for, mainly because of finance, people didn't have it and things. But the interesting factor is normally if that happened, you know, you missed your principal time to sell it for the first time.
1: You get less and less and less and less. Every
0: time it fell over, we sold it for more. Yeah. And, and in the end, the, the vendor was very happy because they actually got $40,000 more than the first time when it was sold. And it just shows you. I mean, I've never seen a market that's done that sort of thing.
1: Case of a rising market, isn't it, Mark? And yeah, look, at it is,
0: it? and it's moved to the rental market as well. Once upon a time, all right if you looked at three hundred dollars per week, you, you know, yeah. you, had, you had a fair selection. It's very hard to find anything under three hundred a week now, and that's yeah. fair enough when the investors are paying more for
1: it. Yeah, it's uh, and it comes back to that supply and demand, and even landmark. like We've had Luke from Integron in the past, but. You try and buy land now, like it's so far away from being titled and that's because they keep selling it because there's that much demand. They'll sell it before titles even come. So the process
0: to get it titling, uh, it just simply is gone, isn't it? We once upon a time, there'd always be blocks left over. Yeah,
1: and now it's – if you see a block that's titled, it's just unusual. (laughs) Like it's basically just – I was speaking to someone the other day, and they were looking at some, and they were purchasing it now, and it wasn't going to be ready till the end of next year, so like fifteen months, like. Yeah, Tim, but it's
0: interesting because it hasn't really—it has changed also the way that you market, really as well, hasn't it? In, In your price expectation. It might, you might think that you could put it on for anything, but
1: it's, not, it's still not like that. No, so there's a bit of a trap there for vendors, Mark, is a good point. Some, some are saying, well, the market's so strong, I want to put my house that's worth 600000 on the market for eight. <laughs> and what happens with those houses, Mark, is they just sit there, and then they become stale, and then you lose all, motiva- all competition all you know all flow the property is just stale and they end up getting a lot less than if they had to put on the market for where it currently sat that's always been the way but it's but it's it's got
0: stronger hasn't it in the respect people aren't willing to to speculate with their offer so they're looking for something it's the right price and then it's the beauty of getting multiple people
1: and it is just the trap in this market where you can think well i'm just it's so strong i'll put it on for for heaps more but you need to put on a you know, realistic price that you're willing to accept. And then if you get competition, fantastic. Like, I've, I've chosen those couple because, you know, they're outstanding results. Not everything is doing that, Mark. But it, we sit around as agents chatting who work in the industry every day and it just blows our minds, some of the results. Not just this office getting, but the, no, we're no, seeing it's, seeing it's, happen. Yeah. That, you know, property is selling for amounts. And you almost become immune to it that, you know, probably selling over the top of the price range. That used to be mad. And oh, now absolutely.
0: But now it's sort of almost an expectation. It but is. If you get a couple of people or more coming for it, yeah. then the fear of missing out gets into the situation and they, and they go, well, I've got to put my best offer forward. So these results are happening.
1: Mm. And look, who knows, what's going to happen with the market going forward, Mark? No-one knows. No. I don't... try. You're nothing trying to guess. When COVID first came, you know, the major banks said property was going to fall by 30%. That clearly hasn't happened, so... No, but it's interesting
0: not. about price expectation because the rental market's tight as well. Mm, I was so going to... it's up. the same thing in the respect of, well, you know, we had a couple of then uh, landlords just recently, or they're now residential rental providers. Yes. Because it's all changed. We went through that. RRP. Um, so... You know, they thought, "Well, I can just put mine up." But the interesting thing is, nobody can. But no. the one, when they get at that right price, you will get multiple applications, and it's gone. And with the rental thing, it is we can't do the same thing as you can do with the sale. If it's advertised for that, generally it has to be. Uh, it has to be that. Time. But but it has changed a bit. But I suppose when you think about it, Tim, the the banks aren't really offering much for money either, are they?
1: No, no, they're not really, essentially. But one question I did want to ask you, Mark, was if we go back 18 months ago, this will test your memory, but I make you make a bit of a guess. Let's say we had a house in a suburb in Ballarat, a new house that might have rented out for $400 a week. When COVID first came, house prices sort of kept going up. There was all these, you know, things about uh, tenants not paying their rent and all this sort of stuff. And we did see... Uh, you know weekly rents come back a little bit so that $400 a week house might have come back to 380 say something would that be a fair assessment Yeah look
0: and depending on where it was it probably came back to 360 in yeah, so that, some of the areas so right? they yeah. did come back
1: so yeah. what would that for like if it was 400 then and then it went down to 360 what would that be renting for now mark 18 months later It's back above
0: where it was so, so maybe f- 410 420, 420. To 450
1: Yeah so it's recovered and then some
0: Yeah look at, exactly Um, It definitely did uh, reduce. Um, I suppose it would be an interesting analysis when you look at it's costing you more to buy that same property. Yes. So whether your percentage has been as strong...
1: I would say they've gone back a little bit in Ballarat. Would you agree, Mark, the actual rental return that you get as a percentage?
0: Look, I I think so. And the reason why I state that is that the market's been going up on figures where it's not possible realistically mm. to maintain. The difference between the rental market and the sale market, the sale market generally goes up every month. But if you've locked a client in, mm. you've got 12 months before yes. you can change it. Yep. So there is a little bit of a lag. Yes. What'll be interesting to see is if we if we sit here again this time of the year next year, mm. where that rental market has gone yep. to. But I think it's a very true point to say that all of the losses have been uh, gained back and then then some but I think where it's really there's been a few other impetuses that's happened as well uh, there's the
1: big word for the week Mark you know, there's always one of those yes, right?
0: yes. but minimum standards has really yes. meant the bottom end of the market's changed so if you look at that you know the, the brand new place out the West Fair in Lucas or something like that it probably hasn't impacted a lot yep and also because there's no extra cost because of the they're already up to standard. They meet minimum yep. standards right from the start. It's probably those homes that, you know, three bedroom, one bathroom that were a bit tired that were around at the maybe the 250 to 260 mark. Work's been done on those, but they're not now 270, 280. They're now 320, 330.
1: It's interesting what you said before, Mark, I never really thought about that, how there can be a bit of a lag. So if I owned a house in Lucas, and let's say the lease finished when COVID started 18 months ago, so let's call April, and yep. maybe it was 400 in the previous lease, and then April come and I went, oh, well, it's gone down, so I'll lock it in for 360. And then April this year come, maybe i was back up to four hundred. But it's not till April next year where I'll get back up to that four twenty, four thirty. There is quite a lag, isn't there?
0: Yeah, and look, and it it's just the nature of the market. Um, the rental market will be persuaded. By what the sales mm. market has done. Yeah. So sometimes you can look if it goes the other way, you're you can okay. Be locked in and mm. you're doing really, really well. Yeah. Uh, but when the market's on an incline, to keep yeah. it pace with the market is a little bit more difficult. Yeah.
1: Obviously, I was using a 12-month lease example, but that's quite common. Yeah. So that... think, but the
0: thing is, there's two years and three years in some cases. Yeah. And, which hence one of the things that I always talk to people about is. It's almost better to have a 12-month opportunity and then you can um, raise yeah. the rent rather than lock them in for three or five years. Yep. And by the time you get to the other end, you can't make up the shortfall. Yeah, you can't. You can't make it, it up. It's yeah. one of the issues that often happens with uh, people out there who look after their own property. Mm-hmm. By the time something happens and they decide, you know what, I'm going to go to an agent, yep. they can be a long way behind the market.
1: Sometimes a little bit, Mark... Uh, when people sell maybe a property to developers, you know, they're probably, just pluck some numbers here, they probably might be worth a million dollars. But the developer offers them 1.1. 1. 1, so they go, wow, that's fantastic. But the developer goes, but I want a two-year settlement. And the owner goes, oh, you know, well, that's okay, like two years, I'll get a 1.1 1. 1 million, that's fine. But strangely enough, by the time that two years come around, if they had waited it, it's worth 1.2. And yeah, it's it is, amazing yeah. how quickly when a market is going up, How quickly things can change. Yeah, conversely, if the
0: market was flat, you'd be really happy with it. But at the minute, if you've missed the, if you look at the example I used earlier, which is, you know, a 3.9% average increase, and all of a sudden you get 22%, and if you factored in, say, two years, which is 3.9 by 2, it's not going to be close to 22. Yeah. So I I think that's a little, probably a tip for everybody out there is the, you can only look at the market of what it is today and none of us can say what it's going to be in twelve no. months or twenty four months. Um, we'll don't. have an idea. Yep. But you know, often the uh, the property that's in front of you today, a bit like oh, they're talking about the vaccines, and so the vaccine yeah. that's there today is Let's, not, med- let's not mention vaccines, no, no, Mark. No, we let's just, go there. We, let's that would just cause, let's not. No, that would cause trouble. <laughs> we need as
1: many listeners as we could get. Yeah, that, so,
0: that would that's probably not that so, wasn't very clever, but uh, it, it so, just it, it's it's it this whole market was a really interesting conversation. that's crazy right now.
1: So maybe a few tips, Mark, as the big truck goes past. Um, a few tips, Mark, maybe for people because if they haven't bought a house or they're trying to buy a house in this market, I actually do feel sorry for them. It must be, you know. Till sorry, I had 11 written offers. So 10 people missed out. 10 people were able to ring and say, I'm sorry. So when the next house comes on the market, they're all competing. So the only real advice i give to people is try and do as much research as you can. But again, it's hard in a rising market because the comparable sales from two months ago aren't comparable anymore. But try and do the research you can. Know that you're probably going to get 20 minutes to look through a house and have to make a decision almost within a day or two gone in the days of second and third inspections
0: yeah like you I, I feel for
1: people but if you want that you're just going to miss out in in this market that's the reality on on a lot of the really and, red and hot I think listings there's a
0: real simple part where people think have i paid too much yep. well the, at the moment while you think of that you're probably going to have to pay more for the next one i know so it really is a circumstance where i think you do have to be ready. You do have yep. to realise the market's there uh, and the market is moving. And I think there's people often, if they've missed out a couple of times, their realism on the next offer mm. is stronger.
1: Yes, that often happens. And the the last one is just get yourself, as you said, organised. Get your finance sorted out. Uh, absolutely. Those see a broker, see a bank, get a pre-approval you can't because it's
0: not always the highest price that people accept and if you've yeah. got 10 offers sitting in front of you yeah and you've got one that's totally organized yeah and you know that their finance is good because they' will use the use the real term of LVR, which is lending to value ratio yeah. is okay and you go well that can be presented to the vendor with great strength yeah if it's something that they're well subject to this and subject to that and you know, oh, yep. like, what would you say to a, uh, one of these are people who bring forward an offer which is oh, subject to sale? You know, that, in a slow period I, of time, you might do that, but not
1: now. The appointment I come to before here, while I was a bit late, they an older couple and they're really worried about selling and not being able to buy. And we had the discussion around subject to sale. And I just said to them, in this market, you can't buy anything. basically not or you'd have to make an offer that that's ridiculous or you'll be buying a house that no one else wants and they take your offer because they've got no one else so it's that just sort of doesn't happen you know the one, one of the properties I spoke about before we had two offers they were basically the same one was unconditional not subject to anything the other was subject to building pest finance now they probably would have got their finance and the building and the pest would have been, been fine right but yeah. But as an owner, of course you don't take the unconditional one.
0: And I think the other thing is, too, I mean, I deal with a lot of investors, obviously, in my position. And probably if that 18 months ago we were talking, they would have said, oh, look, I'm looking for something. It's going to give me 5% return. You've got to factor in the fact that the market, the rental market, does have a lag. Mm. And that what you don't get with getting that percentage, you're going to make up on capital growth and capital gain. At this point, so it? it's a matter of looking at the whole picture yeah. and not just part of it, and yeah. not just on a return. Yeah. And if you're making money, whichever way you're making money as an investor, I think that's a positive thing.
1: I think, though, you couldn't... It's hard to think that this level of heat in the market can maintain. I, I sincerely don't think that it can. I think the market will keep going up or go sideways, worst case, but... I don't think it can keep going up at the rate it is. I've been saying that for a while and I've been proven wrong so far. So I think it's the old fight on the curve that has to happen. But whilst there's no supply, it's hard to see that happening.
0: Yeah, look, I think that's the thing. Until supply returns to some sort of level uh, position, I just don't think... Or,
1: you know, some government changes or bank changes around lending money. That, That can dramatically move the market if things like that happen, any sort of, you know negative gearing things, any that sort of stuff can change your market quite quickly, or bank lending. But at this point, it's all systems go and off it goes. And look, it's
0: it's an exciting market. I think, I think the best thing is to be organised. The more you can be organised, yep. the more that you know your market, the more that you go, what am I willing to pay for that property if you're yep. putting an offer in? And what are the best terms that I can? Get. And that's it's, the best confidence that we could give someone. And
1: the offer you put in is probably going to make you uncomfortable if you want to secure it. But that's. Yeah, and you know,
0: I, I suppose the old ways people are expecting you to come back with a counter offer. There is no need for that at the moment. Mm. So don't think you're going to get a counter offer because yep. you more than likely won't.
1: Miss out, yeah.
0: So I think that's the difference. You've got to change your mindset. And it's not just us. If they talk to other agents, they would say the same thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mark, I'm glad that we're back. We'll... Yeah,
0: I look, I'm, I'm really happy to be back, Tim, and mm. I hope that we haven't missed some of our regular listeners like The Underground.
1: Yes, The Underground, yes. I did uh, see Jeff a little while ago, so that was nice. But... Yeah,
0: and it's nice every now and then that we run into people who say, look, well, we listen to the podcast, yeah. and it's always a bit of fun when we do. Always quite a surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. But I suppose, you know, we... We probably haven't been as regular of late, only because of the circumstances. When you can't work from the office, it means that we have to be there. Uh, But now is the time. Whilst the market's moving like it is, if you've got questions, fire them into us. They could be anonymous, we don't mind about that. No. Um, but we'll certainly bring them out in the podcast, which we hope that we're going to get more on an even keel again yes. for a while and, and make them a bit more regular.
1: Guests is still a little challenging with COVID, Mark. we obviously got to limit that, and we're not that good at trying to do it over the phone or Zoom or something. That's not going to end it up well. So pop. so people might just get us two for the next little bit, but we'll see how we I go. I could
0: say that we've done this podcast twice because we're out of practice and I, I forgot to press play.
1: Oh, well, don't mention it. They won't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them.
0: Probably doesn't re- represent me very well, does it?
1: No. And I no. reckon
0: the first take was better too, Tim. Do you? Yeah. Oh,
1: well, I've got this one now. Yeah, They'll got be this fine.
0: And they're just going to have to make do with it. Exactly. But, mate, I'm, it's been fantastic being back. And it's always fun to talk about real estate. Yes. And uh, I hopefully out there you can feel the passion that we have for real estate because it's great to do a job that you do have the passion for.
1: Sounds good, Mark.
0: I think that's where we end Tim. Thank you. I'll talk to you next time. For sure. Uh, stay safe, everyone out there, and uh, we hope to talk to you again soon.
1: Bye.